You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Uh, one time I had a question just come into my head that said, Wendy, are you being molded or are you just growing mold? And when we stagnant, <laughs> we grow mold, right? And nobody wants to grow mold. And so that question has fueled me um, throughout my life because when I start feeling like I'm stagnant, I get that visual of, I don't want to grow mold. So I got to keep moving forward. I got to be molded and shaped by life. As a health and wellness coach, Gordon Walker Jr. assists his clients in losing weight, gaining weight, or just being fit. He also helps with meal plans. You can reach him at 302-990-8907 or you can visit the website at numa24.goherbalife.com Dot com. That's Numa24 at GoHerbalLife.com. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast, where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we discuss effective ways of facing life's most difficult moments. And remember, we scratched that word difficult out, and we have replaced that word with defining. Why? Because we have the right, the authority, and the responsibility to define those moments and not allow those moments to define us. My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. I'm a purpose strategist, author, transformation coach, and spiritual leader. I provide tools and strategies to transition individuals from merely existing to living a life full of purpose. Yes, you're listening. If you can hear me right now, clap one time. If you hear my voice, clap two times, taking it back to my boys and girls club days now. But if you can hear me, yes, I'm talking to you. There is purpose inside of you. Your purpose is connected to your story. I don't talk much about this on the show, but I want each and every one of you to begin to embrace the truth of your story, the truth of your story, even though it may be laced with pain and disappointment and hurt and rejection and all of those things. Listen, all of those things can be used if you are a, a, uh, 
a Bible believer, you subscribe to the same God that I subscribe to. There's a scripture that says all things work together for the good of them who love God and to those who are the called. It does not say that all things are good, but it does say that all things work together for the good. Sometimes we need the togetherness of those painful situations, intertwine them with those joyful situations and those other learning experiences. And when you put that thing together, oh man, that thing becomes beautiful that is produced from it. Now, let me get quiet because I'm not talking on tonight. Well, actually, I am going to talk. I'm interviewing a great guest. I'm interviewing a great guest. So I don't want to prolong this any longer. I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's guest. Wendy is passionate about helping people learn to love themselves more, become more confident, and master their negative thoughts and self-talk so they can become their best selves. She is a mentor, motivational speaker, foot zone therapist, and the author of Consistent Steps Up. She is a certified trainer for the Jack Canfield Success Principles, certified in three key elements, the launch, for presenters and certified in three key elements, elite mentor program. She loves to do crafts, sing, act, read, serve, learn, teach, and most of all, spend time with her family and friends. Her role as a mother to her amazing 13 year old son and her role as a wife to her talented husband are the most important to her. Help me welcome Wendy Tatton to the show. Wendy, how are you this evening? I am doing great. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. Awesome. Awesome. Like I said, off the air, I believe this is going to be a great experience. And I tell all my guests, because I'm very selective of those that I invite on the show. I believe that the listeners are going to leave once they hear it, they're going to leave in a better state than they were before they listened to the podcast. So thank you for your willingness to come on and to share so freely with us. Oh, you are so welcome. Now, I start every conversation with an icebreaker question. On here, I kind of have a couple of icebreakers that I use, and, you know, there's no specific reason why I use the icebreaker. Okay. So we're going to start with, which one do I want to use tonight? Hmm. Okay. We're going to go with one of my favorite ones. Okay. If you could have one superpower, what would that superpower be? And why? Ooh, superpower. Um, I think <clears throat> probably everyone says, well, a lot of people probably say this one, um, to fly. I just, I just think it would be so amazing to just soar above God's creations and see this beautiful world um, from above and be able to get to places quicker. And I think that would be honestly the best superpower you could have. That's my thought process anyway. 
Awesome, awesome. Now I'm gonna tell you why. Then this one kind of does have purpose behind it because that's like my favorite uh, icebreaker question. I've used that for years. I use it on my radio show and everything because uh-huh. what I find is that many times without realizing it, when we answer that question, we kind of answer that question connected to what it is that we do purpose-wise. And you were talking about flying and, you know, just seeing all of the creation from a different vantage point, if I could paraphrase it. So to me, you know, what I got from that was that's what you are created and called to do. You like to, I guess you would carry people with you so they could even see the beautifulness of creation and look at the world from a whole different perspective. So that's why I always like to start with that question because a lot of times it's a fun question, but at the same time, we don't even realize that we answer it according to what it is that we're called and created to do. That is really cool. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So let's start the conversation. I always like to give our listening audience a background as far as it relates to our guests. Now, I don't read bios, and the reason why I don't read bios is because sometimes they're intimidating. I don't read them on the air. (laughs) They play before the show, but I don't read them on the air. But can you take us on a journey throughout your life to tell us how you got to the place where you're the speaker, you're the author, you're the mother, you're the wife, you're all of those things. What has your journey been like throughout the years? Oh, it's been an incredible journey. I'll tell you what. Um, So I, from the time I remember being a teenager, which I don't remember much of my teenage years, but I do remember that I always wanted to be a mentor and a motivational speaker and an author. That was my dream. And I would hear other mentors and motivational speakers and, and I just always admired them and what they did for other people. And I wanted to do that too, but I let fear and negative self-talk stop me from pursuing my dream over and over and over in my life. And, um, I got a job, you know, uh, when I got married, I got this job at, um, a company, a corporate job, basically, uh, working in computers, which wasn't really anything I was passionate about, (laughs) but it was a job. It had great benefits, and um, after being there about 13 years, which is a long time, I remembered my dream again, and I started working towards it, taking training classes and all sorts of things, and um, and that fear and that negative self-talk started creeping in again, and I, and this time I was like, no, I'm not gonna let that happen. I'm not gonna let it take over my life again. And so I kept pursuing it little by little, just consistent steps. And, um, after, so at 15 and a half years, so January of 2019, um, I finally quit that full-time job. Uh, so I'd been there 15 and a half years and I finally quit that job to pursue my dream. And um, it's been a wild ride. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've learned so much. It's been a lot of hard work, um, but it's been so rewarding. 
and I, I wrote my book and, and I have been able to give some, well, I felt they were pretty good, pretty good presentations to people. And, um, I've mentored some amazing, amazing youth who just needed a little bit of extra guidance in their life. And, um, actually this summer because of quarantine and COVID, my son and I, he's 13 and he's an incredible artist and we've been working on a children's book together. Awesome. Yeah, that's where I am. And I did take a part-time job, um, starting cause you know, kind of hard getting your own business and getting that cash flow going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so part of my, my dream to mentor, I actually took a part-time job, um, starting next week in a, a junior high school, uh, working with junior high school students. So I am super excited for that. So that's been my journey. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So you're going to add a new chapter to your journey. That's awesome. Yes. It's going to be interesting with COVID and all the changes, but it's, yeah. it's going to be amazing. So can't wait to change, help change lives. Awesome. Awesome. Now you said something in your bio that really stuck out to me. And I said, I have to talk about this on the show. It says you're passionate about helping people learn to love themselves more. Yeah. How long has that been a passion for yours and where did that originate from? Honestly, that originated from the fact that I didn't love myself for a very long time. And I was I, I considered myself a bully to myself. I didn't bully anyone else, but I bullied myself really bad. And I would say negative things about myself internally and out loud all the time. And um, this whole journey of learning to mentor others, I, it's kind of like I've been mentoring myself too. Mm. And now I can look in the mirror and say, <laughs> I love you, Wendy. You're so great, you know, and that's not being prideful. That's right. Self-love is so important. And, um, so it's just been within the last few years that I actually can feel like I love who I am. I love who I'm becoming. And that drives me to teach others to learn tools and steps that they can do to help themselves love help themselves love themselves more, if that makes sense. Makes um, a lot of sense. Because we need that. We need that in our lives. And that's great that you're about to start your journey with, with uh, in the junior high because those years right there oh, yeah. <laughs> are so important. And I remember, you know, as you were talking, I was taking myself back to elementary and junior high and how much I hated myself, you know, and Mm -hmm. the the negative things I said about myself. And I remember those who served as mentors and they were teachers and coaches that really were instilling inside of me, man, you're great. You have the potential and the ability to be anything that you wanted to be. But I was at such a state where I just could not receive that. So that is great that you're going to be you know, working in that position with this mindset, because sometimes that's all somebody needs. They need somebody that's that's willing to step in there 
and not give up on them in the roughest of moments because sometimes when you're trying to reprogram your mind and we know this as adults as well it's sometimes not the easiest thing to do because we built those principles inside of us that now it feels as if we're trying to bring an enemy in even though it's a good thing it feels like it's an enemy being brought into our space so that's great because that is so needed so yeah I agree I agree and I hope I can make a difference and you know if I make a difference in just one teenage life then it will be worth it hopefully it's more than that (laughs) absolutely Uh, absolutely and I know it will be more than one now let's talk about your book Okay. Uh, consistent Steps Up. Yes. The, the concept of the book. Can you let us know the concept of the book? Well, first, before you even do that, I want to know, you said early on you, you knew you wanted to be an author. When did you advance past the, I know I want to be an author, to actually starting the process of being an author? And then I want to talk about your book. Okay. So I quit that job of 15 and a half years in January. And then in February, because I had the time, I started writing because I was like, I, I need to get everything out that I wanted to share with the world, right? And so that's when I just started writing and took me, oh, let's see. I had a goal to have my book written and finished by my birthday, which was in October. So I started in February and wrote until October and I had it written. Um, and then, yeah, then I was able to go through the process of editing and, and getting it published. So it was awesome. <laughs> awesome. Now what was something you learned during that process that you did not know about, you know, being an author or, you know, just about the writing and editing and, promotions and all of those great things oh well marketing you know one of the most interesting things I learned is I I submitted it to a publisher and it was rejected and I started doing more research and a lot of people out there were saying that nowadays you have to basically self-publish and get an build an audience before publishers will touch you and so Mm -hmm. but I know you know I know there's uh, what do they call them? Like the agents and stuff that if you wanted to try to hire an agent, then they can work on that for you. But, you know, I didn't have the means at the time, at the time to do that. And I was like, well, I will, you know, I'm going to self-publish then. And so I got it published and it's on Amazon and, you know, you know, I'm trying to build up my audience and hopefully one day, you know, on our, my next book or the next book, <laughs> a publisher will see that, you know, I'm someone that they can invest in and, and not lose on me, you know? So that was a really eye-opening and just learning that whole thing, that whole side of it. So. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, 
inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major platform directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. So start your show today by using the link provided in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, and it gives you an opportunity to receive a $20 Amazon gift card, as well as it helps support our show. Yeah, I, I went through the same same process, but I felt like it was such a freeing for me too because it helped me understand all aspects of it. Um, right. as far as with publishing the book myself and getting it out there and and realizing that that rejection was not the final conclusion of the matter you know it was just okay All right you know it was a ability to reroute that thing so yeah I definitely understand exactly what you said because I didn't I honestly didn't know the self-publishing route wasn't as hard or wasn't yeah it wasn't as hard as I thought it was yeah. it was a lot easier like I think I waited years <clears throat> to do it because I thought it would be hard I thought it would be extremely expensive I thought all of those things. So that's why I wanted you to share, you know, like a myth buster that you experience for those that are out there that are holding books on the inside of them. Yeah, they need um, to get it out. Just get it out. Yes. Even if it's just to have a copy of your own to share with your family, it's so it's so worth it. And and I actually went through this process with my husband uh, several years ago. He he wrote. Um, he wrote two young adult fiction novels and so I self-published for him so I was kind of I was familiar with how to do it but I I just hadn't done it for myself you know when it was finally my time I'm like I I need to do this for me now and um and get my message out and it's been so rewarding to like just even hold the copy of my book in my hands yes. <laughs> yes yes I totally agree with you there so now let's talk about it. Consistent Steps Up. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about your book? Yes. So the subtitle of it is called, is uh, Conquering My Mountain of Negativity. Mm. So as I talked about before, uh, this book is actually my whole process I went through 
to overcome my negative self-talk and all that negativity in my head and how consistency is so important in overcoming any sort of problem, addiction, or anything you've got going on in your life. Um, and so I, I compare it to when I was in college, I hiked all the time. That was my passion. So I would get out of class and I would, we had mountains right behind our university and I would go up and go for a hike and just clear my head. And it, you know, when you're hiking, if you, you know, are trying to run up the mountain, you're going to get tired, you know, mm -hmm. and, and if it's too sandy or too much gravel or whatever, you're going to slide down. And, and, but if you're taking those consistent baby steps, that's what gets you to the top of your mountain. And that's what got me to the top of my mountain of overcoming that negativity. Now, I'm not perfect and I'm, you know, not 100% positive all the time, but I have these tools that I learned and that I talk about in my book. And so now, like when I get into like a negative state, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, Wendy, this isn't where you need to be. You need to do this and this and this. And then, and I can pull myself out of it way quicker way quicker than I ever could before. And so that is the whole premise of my book and just teaching people the tools. It's kind of a workbook also because I ask a lot of questions and I have places that people can write answers to. Um, I'm trying to get it on Kindle. So I've, I've kind of revamped that whole thing, uh, the question and answer stuff, but the actual book itself, you can you know write in and have lots of spaces for doodles and notes and inspirations and things like that too. So it's a book slash workbook, I guess you'd call it. <laughs> awesome. But you know, you hit a key, uh, especially if we're talking about consistent steps up and we're talking about, you know, using uh, the, the mindset of climbing a mountain, there's always work required to it. And I think that sometimes I know I've been in stages of my life where I could voice that I desired change. I could voice that I didn't like what I was going through, but I kind of wanted someone to come and just, I don't know, make it all disappear. Add it to you. And it, you know, it's just like, just they come and then boom, it's just a magical experience. Yep. And all of my thoughts are changed. I don't have any more negative thoughts. I didn't have to do any work to get rid of those negative thoughts. But the reality that is way. that it, it <laughs> does not at all. But what it would, it just, you know, that's why I was glad you said it's a workbook as well, because, you know, there is work connected to it. And oh, we have yeah. to, like you said, we have to take those consistent small steps and pace ourselves. And, and in the midst of the uh, consistent small steps, be willing to see, wait a minute, I'm not as close to the bottom of the mountain that I used to be. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we get lost in the overall picture. Yeah. Because like, well, I'm not at the top of the mountain yet. Yeah, but you're halfway there. Just continue to take those consistent steps. Well, and I, I even talk about where even sometimes, you know, you're taking these baby steps, but it like life just gets in the way, right? And so you can take microscopic steps, right? You don't, yeah, <laughs> as long yeah, as you're doing you. something every day to keep you moving forward, it's worth it. And then stopping and as you said, looking and seeing where you're at and taking a moment to celebrate 
however that celebration would look for you, just celebrating the progress you have made. Because if, if you're not doing those things, people have a tendency to just go, oh, I'm done. I quit. Yeah. Yes. Up your mountain. You never get up your mountain. Yes. That's so true though. That's so true. I, I always remember the picture uh, that I saw on social media and it was a man, he had like a pitchfork and he's like underground and he's just oh, yeah. stuck and he's just continuing to hammer and then he gets, he's right there. He can't see that he's right there, but he's right there and then he just stops, turns around and walks away. And I know that I've been in stages like that before. And sometimes we just don't realize how close we are to our desired goal, yeah. to our breakthrough, to whatever it is that we are attempting to accomplish. Well, and we just turn right back around. Yeah, and in that picture, isn't it like he's right there and there's like, is it gold or diamonds right behind? Yes, yes. Little, little like quarter inch of wall. And if he would have just dug one more time. Yes. Uh, the, those diamonds or gold or whatever it was he was speaking for. Absolutely. So close. And then we just give up. And it's so heartbreaking when you see people do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So true. So if you're out there and you're listening to what we're saying and you know that you can find yourself right there, turning around to walk away, starting over again, turning around to walk away. And it's not a judgment because like I said, I've been there. I yeah. have been there. God knows I've been there, you know, multiple times I've been there. Then this is a book that you want to add to your library. I want you to keep listening because at the end, she's going to tell you how you can purchase your copy of the book. All right. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now in your own personal life, have you seen, I, I know whenever we write books, many times it's from the experiences that we've had and the principles we've applied in our own personal life, but has there ever been anything in your life that you had to make those small consistent steps in order to accomplish the goal that you had set? Oh yeah. The whole process of even just learning how to be a mentor and learning how to be a motivational speaker. It's not something that just, oh, boom, here, here's the, all the information, you've got it and you can do it now. Um, because standing up in front of people is scary, <laughs> like, you know, and burying your soul and teaching them everything yeah. you want to teach them is, is very scary. And so I had to learn so many little tips and tricks and things to do to calm my nerves. And um, sometimes I would, you know, there would be times where I would have a speaking engagement and I would just be like, I can't do this. This is too scary. And like, I wanted to cancel it. I, I honestly have to admit, I almost sent you a message <laughs> because I got so nervous and I was like, maybe I can just tell him I'm sick. And then I'm like, I'm lying. I can't do that. <laughs> Cause it's, it is so nerve wracking, but I mm -hmm important my message is and so I have to keep moving forward and keep doing those baby steps because if not I would never have the amazing experiences that I've had in sharing my message with people and you know if I if I would have sent you this message that you know I wasn't feeling well tonight we would not have had this great conversation so right I would have slid down my mountain again <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up as well too, because sometimes 
people will see us on stage or they'll watch a video of us or they'll listen to a recording like this and they'll think, wow, they mastered this whole thing. Oh, no. <laughs> I never could. And I know exactly what you mean about being ready to cancel. I remember when uh, we did the silver lining. Yes. I was ready to cancel on that as well, too, because it was like, <laughs> because for me, years ago, speaking in front of people used to be very hard for me. And then I mastered that. I realized I like to talk to people and I go in the audience and, and talk to them individually and different things like that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Well, for years, one of my coaches kept telling me, you need to go virtual. You need to go virtual. You need to go virtual. Well, with me sitting in front of a camera, I remember the first time it was like, I almost had a panic attack and I'm like, yeah. Chris, you're in the room by yourself. <laughs> being on camera is even worse for me than being in front of a whole group of people. Yes, I still yes. have issues with that. So I'm learning, I'm taking baby steps with that one, you know, that's absolutely master absolutely <laughs> absolutely and, and and that's why you know i like having these conversations so that people can see i'm right there like wait a minute i can do this i can do this yes. because i i tell people and and some people sit and they be like well you it doesn't look like you just don't know everything that had to go into me getting to this position to sit in front of this microphone <laughs> you know exactly so exactly <laughs> it is definitely a process now with the motivational speaking how did you get involved in that and you know has there ever been a time where you thought like we all i think we all have those moments when we're like i nailed that one but a time where it was mm -hmm. like mm, <laughs> I don't know if I did too good. Maybe I need to rethink this thing. Yeah. If you did have a moment like that. How did you bounce back from that moment? Fit for sport, fit for life. Numa Wellness and Spa offers mobile massage services. Gordon Walker Jr. specializes in deep tissue and sports massages. Massages range from 60 to 90 minutes. Numa's hours of operations are Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Happy hours are between 1.30 p.m. and 5.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. During this time, clients receive massages at a discounted rate. Gordon also specializes in paraffin treatment, ear candling, mobile first aid, CPR, and AED classes, as well as mobile notary services. Coming soon, Zumba and yoga classes. For more information and to schedule an appointment, visit www.numa.com wellnessspa.com or email them at newmade7816 at gmail.com newmade is spelled p-n-e-u-m-a-d-e -E. or you can call them at 302 990 89 
You know, I think all of them, I think part of me goes, oh, that went really good. And then the other part of me goes, oh, I don't know. Maybe it didn't go so good because you question yourself after everyone you do. And so I learned a trick from one of my mentors and he said, you know what? Don't, don't like beat yourself up over it. Just sit down and write down the things that you learned from that one. So oh, I should have said this, or I should have done this, or I should have done this write it all down so then when you do your next one you can review that and then that one will be even better and then write down the things you need to fix for the next one and and then it just you just get better and better and better instead of you know beating yourself up over each one mm -hmm. you didn't feel like you did it good enough you just learn from it and move forward and keep doing better and so that's been a huge tool for me because because I'm prone to negative self-talk you know, I, I didn't want to be beating myself up after I did something that I didn't think was to my best ability, right? So mm -hmm. I sit down and I learn from it. Awesome. I, and I think that's something that we all can take and apply to our lives, in not just in the speaking aspect, but in anything. And I, I tell people all the time that where your purpose is, it's not a comfortable state. And sometimes you're going to find yourself in things that you're gonna feel like you failed yeah. in those things in the beginning because and you're not used to doing it. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. But like you said, write it down, reflect upon it, and continue to build that momentum and you become even better each time you do it. I often tell people that are interested in podcasting, I tell them when I first started, I didn't have any professional equipment. I didn't have, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I sat down one day and recorded like three episodes. And then I said, I'm not going to edit them. I'm just going to put them up. That's brave. And the, yeah, I did. And, and then I heard them after I got a professional microphone and I started learning how to edit. I went back and listened to those first podcasts and I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> But see, you 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 saw that you learned and you grew, and it wasn't a failure. And I I love to think of the you know fail F A I L first attempt in learning. That's yes. Failure is it's my first attempt in learning, and it's going to be something that's going to benefit me. And I I actually struggled big time with perfectionism, and mm -hmm. um, and I had a mentor tell me, Wendy, perfectionism is just an excuse to not move forward. And I was, oh, wait a minute. No, 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 that's not it, you know? And I argued with him about it. And then the more I thought about it, it was so true because I wanted everything to be perfect. I was never fully moving forward mm -hmm. was because I was afraid to fail. Technically, that was perfectionism is like, you don't want to fail, right? And so now I, ha now I fail all the time and just, I just learn from it and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why I refuse to erase those because they're always a measuring stick for me. I can look back at those and be proud. Like Cliff, that was a big accomplishment for you to even post those because yeah. 
there was a time in my life I wouldn't have. I would have just said, no, they're not going up. And I would have waited until I was in the space to get the professional equipment. And then by then, I probably would have lost the passion for it. So the, even I, though I had the professional equipment, it probably would just sit here, you know, because that's how it, whenever I am slowful about something or procrastinate about something, that's how the process goes. So now mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm going to put it out there. It doesn't have to be the greatest, but eventually it's going to be the greatest. Yep. That's awesome. You did that. So now I have three words that I want to throw out here at you. Now it's called, it's word association. Okay. The first thing that comes to your mind when you hear these words, you can say, it can be one word, it can be a sentence, it can, you can elaborate on the word, you can sing a song with the word in it, <laughs> it's up to you. Okay. <laughs> okay? So the first word is motivation. <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head when you said motivation is move it. Just yeah. move it. Like, <laughs> just move your butt, do something, quit sitting there. Thinking the life's going to get better if you just sit there. Just do something. If you yes. don't, you're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> so you, true. You have to motivate yourself every morning to just move yourself out of bed, right? But you have to mm -hmm. consistently move yourself for every day. Keep moving forward. And I like how you brought it to self because sometimes people spend so much time looking externally for motivation that they don't work on that motivation that lies within themselves that could easily yeah. connect with somebody else motivating them. But it's important that we learn to motivate ourselves. So move it. I love that. I love <laughs> that. Okay. The second word is confidence. Ooh, the first thing that came to my mind when you said confidence was hard work, mm -hmm. hard work, because when you set a goal and you work hard for it and then you accomplish it, that gives you so much confidence and it helps you build momentum. And even if it's just a tiny goal, but even tiny goals you have to work hard on depending on where you are in your life. And so mm -hmm. Just that hard work is what builds your confidence. And I think people don't realize that. You know what I mean? Right. Just think, oh, they're born with it. Or I don't know. Confidence is an interesting topic. I've actually read a lot of books about it because mine was in the toilet for a long time. I understand. And, and what's given me the most confidence over the last few years is just setting a goal and doing it every day having goals and doing them so i'd say hard work <laughs> awesome okay and the last word is purpose purpose when you figure out your purpose oh life is amazing so i'd say amazing um and there's so many, one of the tools in my book is how to write a self-purpose statement. And when I wrote that, and it was, it was broad enough that I could apply my self-purpose statement into any aspect of my life, but it was so meaningful um, 
to to know my purpose here. And I have many purposes, but this broad purpose of teaching others and helping others learn to love themselves um, has given my life so much meaning. So I would say amazing. <laughs> now let's talk about purpose real quick because you just said something that's going to set a lot of people free. You said, I have many purposes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes purpose is taught from the framework of you have one purpose in life and you need to find that one purpose in life and then you need to flow on that one purpose in life. No. How did you come to that understanding that you had multiple purposes and how did that help you even move a little more freely? Well, I mean, I realize that I have the purpose of being a mom. I have a son and I, I have a husband and I have that purpose. I am a purpose. I have a purpose of being a good daughter to my parents and a good sister to my siblings. And, you know, like every role we have in life is a purpose for our life. Right. And we think, Oh, I'm supposed to like do so much more and, and whatever, but my purpose, um, do you care if I read my life purpose statement? No, sure. Okay. You can read it. So this, this will show you kind of how broad it is, but how meaningful it is to me. Um, my life purpose is to humbly serve my Lord by using my ambition, creativity, and teaching abilities to educate, inspire, and empower others to become more confident, love themselves more fully, and rejoice in their God-given gifts so we can all live our dreams, sincerely love and serve all of his creations, and discover our potential. And so I, I, anything I do in my life to that life purpose statement. Um, and, and it just, having that statement makes everything I do even more meaningful because if I go to do something and I look, I think about my statement, I'm like, does this really apply to, to what my purpose is? And if it doesn't, and if it doesn't feel right, I don't do it. So been huge in knowing that I have many purposes and they can all apply to what I feel I'm really here for. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing. I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose that's inside of me, to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost, that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just, I need something is just missing. It's okay. 
I want you to head over to www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion. After that, it's going to ignite such a fire inside of you that you're going to want to purchase the co- your personal copy of From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to do that as well. Why? Because I believe that it'll give you a 21-day jump start to fulfilling or re-identifying purpose in whatever core area you find yourself stagnant in. So again, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation awesome now you said a lot to us throughout this conversation if everyone was to forget everything that you said tonight what would be one thing that you would want them to take away from this conversation? Don't give up. Whatever you do, don't give up. Keep moving forward. Just those little baby steps every day. There's so many people who are giving up and not just on themselves and other people, but even on this, in this life, they're giving up on life and it's so sad and it's so heartbreaking. If that's one thing I could change, I would, I would just want anyone who felt that way to contact me and I would, I would talk them out of it <laughs> I would, I would, because there's so much that every single person in this world can do to not only help themselves, but help others. And when you're helping others, you find more meaning in your life too. So don't give up. Just keep moving forward, even if it's a microscopic baby step every single day, just do something. Awesome, y'all. Let's start making some of those microscopic baby steps because, like she said, at least we're not standing still. We have no excuse anymore now. We've been focused on the big steps. Let's focus on some of those microscopic steps as well. Now, I want to give you an opportunity, Wendy, to give everyone your social media handles, your website, where they can purchase your book at, where they can contact you uh, okay. if they're looking for a motivational speaker or any other services that you have. Okay, before I do that, I wanted to share one more thing Sure. that just goes along with what I just said and what you just said. Uh, one time I had a question just come into my head that said, Wendy, are you being molded? Or are you just growing mold? And when we stagnant, <laughs> we grow mold, right? And nobody wants to grow mold. And so that question has fueled me um, throughout my life because when I start feeling like I'm stagnant, I get that visual of, I don't want to grow mold. So I got to keep moving forward. I got to be molded and shaped by life. So anyway, that was my last parting thought. <laughs> Wow, what a what a way to leave us here. Now I had to write that down because I'm really want to think about that in all core areas of my life. Those yeah. that listen to the show, you know that's what I focus on, our core areas of our life. Let's ask this question. Let's think and meditate upon this question. Are we being molded? Are we allowing ourselves to be molded? Or are we just growing mold? And you could say, Are you being molded by the Lord? 
are you being molded by life? Like, those are different aspects of that question, too. Mm. Now, that's great. So here's the last question. All right. I like to ask this question to a lot of our guests. I don't ask every guest, but well, on here, I don't ask every guest. On my radio show, I do end every conversation with this, but you just brought the Lord up. So who is God to you? To me, he is my heavenly father. He's someone that I know is there that I can talk to every day, 20 million times a day, if I wanted to, and he would listen and he answers my questions. Sometimes not the way I wanted to, but, <laughs> but he answers my questions. Um, he loves me with an unconditional love and wants me to love myself the same way. He's my father. That's, he's my heavenly father. That's who he is to me. Awesome, awesome. Now here's why I asked that question. I always like to ask that question because I believe that no matter how long we live, no matter how much we experience life, there are experience, experiences of God that we have yet to have, and some of us may never have. Mm -hmm. However, when we communicate with each other, we find out the experiences that others have had with God. And now that opens us up to a reality of who God is that we've never been opened up to before. So I always like to ask that question just to see, because nobody, I've done this now on my radio show for a year and a half, and nobody has ever answered the same way. Even yeah. if they start with, you know, God is my father, as they begin to expand on it, it is a totally different interpretation of who God is personally to them. So I always like to have that collection of experiences that everybody has had with God so that, you know, as I'm going through various situations in life, I can pull on other people's experiences to know, okay, I can talk to him any time of night if I didn't know that, you know? Yeah. So that's why I always like to ask that question. So I want to thank you for joining us on tonight. I hey Cliff, thank... you forgot. Yeah. I I forgot to tell people my information on where to contact me. <laughs> oh yeah, listen, thank you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I'm I took so you sorry. on a different tangent. I listen, took you on a different tangent. <laughs> you took me on a different journey when you started talking about being molded or <laughs> growing mold. That thing really hit me hard here. So, <laughs> man. So yes, I want to give you that opportunity. Okay. Go ahead, give everyone your information. So my website is wendymotivates.com. Even though you have to motivate yourself, I still motivate, right? I try to anyway. So yes. it's um, My Facebook group and my Instagram are Wendy Motivates. Uh, LinkedIn is just Wendy Tatton, T-A-T-T-O-N. Um, and all my information's on there. My book is on Amazon. And my, um, and that's Consistent Steps Up, Conquering My Mountain of Negativity. And my son and I, our book should be out within the next few months on Amazon. And it's a, a book called The Tailless Wonder. It's about a little lizard who gets his tail stepped on. And through the course of the story, he, him and his friends all learn to accept each other and all of their differences. 
So it's very cute. My son drew all the pictures and they're absolutely amazing. I will brag about him because he's an incredible artist. <laughs> so you can look for that in a couple of months on Amazon. Awesome. Awesome. Now I can go ahead. <laughs> I apologize, but yeah, that just no, hit. That, okay. Whew, that quote hit. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> so I, I just love um, quotes. I love, I live by quotes sometimes, but you know, quotes that really hold weight and value that really cause you to reflect on your own personal life. I always tell people sometimes we focus so much on others that we don't take time to focus on ourselves to make sure we're whole. Yep. So that quote really hit hard. So thank you again for joining us. Thank I wanna, you. <laughs> I want to thank the listening audience as well. Each and every one of you, you make the show possible. Thank you guys. Listen, tonight, here's what I want you to text. I want you to text mold it two three zero two six four eight five five four four again three zero two six four eight five five four four remember when you text that tells me that you listen to the show in this entirety therefore you are entered for the opportunity to win our giveaway all right as i always say create a great day walk with purpose and by all means execute your vision peace